0: hello guys and welcome back to autism with a voice today we're going to talk about going on flights with autism now as the rates of COVID-19 start to decline people are going to be likely to go out and explore the world go on flights and have fun Um, and there's a lot of things that really causes problems for people with disabilities When it comes down to flying, um, there's TSA and the stress of going on a flight with autism. That's a really big thing that happens. So let's get a rundown on on things, what not to do and what to do on flights. Um, Because TSA is not the best tools in the shed, but they are tools. (laughs) <laughs> um, well, they're not the best tools out there because of their forms of, because in the past they have discriminated people with autism and many other disabilities. So this is kind of a few ideas what, what to do. So let's get down to it, and actually, before I get down to it, I would like to actually let's just get down to it. Um, so. When it comes down to flying with any disability, um, if you're going with any type of mobility equipment, gait trainer, walker, crutches, wheelchairs, electric wheelchairs, mobility scooter, any of those types of stuff are ridiculously painful to do. And I can tell you that I can speak from experience because I've gone through TSA on my crutches, and in my mo- my old mobility scooter my mobility scooter i can't stand but yeah um t- the way i've gone through it was through se- two routes um, several routes actually so one the m- most the m- most like most times I've been patted down. I've been patted down a lot more than going through the scanner or, um, or um, walking on my crutches through a scanner, that type of stuff. Um, I can do a little of walking without my crutches, but other than that, that's non-existent. Um, or that is existent, but I can still walk without my crutches. It's just for short things like walking around the classroom or walking in my room or doing sports activities where I'm not doing a lot of walking. So, yeah. Um, um, I can tell you from experience that it's not pleasant. They'll pat. It's more likely that they'll pat you down or you know, that type of stuff. Um, pat down the wheelchair, check if there's any type of chemical to it anything, run multiple tests, really it's just humiliating because they'll touch areas that are a little private than others, and it's kind of condescending how these the people that are there to protect us are doing these types of stuff, including um, being rude and disrespectful about individuals' accommodations. Um, I read a news heading about an individual who has a severe who has severe disability. Um, um, low like I don't know if it's low functioning autism or if his mental capacity is literally at the point, or is it at a two year old, or is at it's hard to say, but you know, they have the they have the body of a twenty year old or an old individual, but the mental capacity of um, someone who's five or one or two, that type of stuff. Um I don't wanna say the R word because it's not true, but yeah. Um, um I read the report that this individual had a hammer that he had since he was a little kid. It's a little toy hammer and it was taken away from TSA when he was going through with his parents and um, basically TSA completely discriminated them. Um, another instance was with a boy with a uh, sensory processing disorder and autism they had to give them a full on pat down in areas that aren't uncomfortable. These are the types of things that people really don't like about TSA. It's the way they address people with disabilities and I've seen it happen. Yeah, it's not pleasant. Typically it's about what they have going on, um, brace, like leg brace. all that type of stuff. Sorry, just touching my or touching a few of my wheelchair controls, but um, basically it's just about how they address people with disabilities, and I don't like it. I don't like the way TSA address people with disabilities. Um, there needs to be a major change or overhaul to the way they address people with autism and all these disabilities now things that you should not really bring along um actually let's get on to one other thing um if the individual does have an electric wheelchair or a mobility scooter make sure that you check with the airline and check with TSA on and and maybe on um, Um, shoot, I, I just remember this one, um, check with, um, airline, um, our laws for going on airlines, I keep on forgetting the name, um, because it's been a while since I talked about it, um, um, but yeah, um, checking on which type of batteries the wheelchair or mobility scooter can carry onto the plane is crucial. So yeah, um, and also, I will bear this on it. Um, sometimes it might be ideal to rent a portable electric wheelchair or a wheel an electric wheelchair that breaks down, because these airlines are not the nicest when it comes down to flying with heavy mobility equipment. Um, my whenever I go on a flight with my mobility scooter on my wheelchair I find scratches all the time and I just don't like that. Um, So look at doing that type of stuff. Now if you plan on going with a heavy electric wheelchair I recommend getting straps and putting them in the areas where you would lock down the wheelchair in a mobility in a mobility van or yeah. Um, in a wheelchair van. So yeah. Um, and putting straps there so they know how to pick up the wheelchair. That's my recommendation. Uh, now, um, in terms of fidgets, fidget that you can bring, I don't recommend bringing bringing anything that vibrates because that's a big red flag because then you would have to explain to them why they have it so the individual can have something to Um, unless you're planning on really giving them a reason why i don't recommend it stuff like chewies or hand fidgets that are not power are great Um, and if it doesn't resemble a weapon or a tool i guess (laughs) Um. Yeah, um. And talking about fidgets and sensory stuff, um, Phil or um, Pittsburgh National Airport or Pittsburgh Airport just opened up their new sensory room, which is beautiful. Like I cannot tell you how magnificent it is, but it it's unbelievably nice as hell um i honestly after this whole pandemic me and my pair buddy we're gonna take a trip to check out this airport because it's look it looks like tons of fun um and honestly i can't wait to check it out I plan on going to the Ability Expo next year, so, this might be my chance of trying that out, um, because for me, I love sensory stuff, I like those big tube that change colors and all that type of stuff, um, so yeah, um, and that's just, you know, like, I'm looking at it right now and I'm amazed by it. Um, The concentration into people with disabilities, um, I just, I can't take my breath away from it. I I can't take my eyes off it because it's like, I want to go to this airport right now and check it out. Like like once COVID-19 is over, that's on my to-do list is to go there and check it out because that that's just beautiful. Um, I keep on telling myself I would build a sensory room for myself because I like sensory rooms. They feel nice. There's so many things to play with, so many things to let my condition, let, let the autism in me just blow off and look and just all the colors going up and down it. And- all that fun stuff. I can't wait. That that's just <laughs> <Yeah>. Um <laughs> Now let's talk about fidgets that you can bring or uh, stuff to or some positive things you can do for the flight. Um I think like if you're going to be bringing medication, have a doctor's note or keep the medication in the original bottles that they come in. So If TSA needs to see why you have these medications, they know why, and having a doctor's note doesn't hurt anything. It just tells them, hey, I, my, my son has autism and he takes this medication to control his symptoms. So yeah, um, and another thing to go for is getting some muscle relaxant or going to the physician talk talk to your physician about or talk to your who if you're the if you're a guardian of someone with autism or disability, talking to the physician about getting medication to calm them down during the flight. That's one way you can go about it. Um, muscle relaxants, um medications that can tone the mindset down and make it easy for them to go on a flight and have fun um, let's see um, let's get down to oh another one is um, is talking to the flight attendants whenever I go on a flight I always tell the flight attendant, that I have autism and I have anxiety and I also have a physical disability so they can be aware that if I start panicking or something starts to happen they know that it's just a part of having autism advocating to the flight attendant or if you see the captain telling them if you want to telling them Hey, I have this, so everything might be a little, it might be a little stressful for me. So, yeah, um, like that type of stuff helps out all the time. Um, and knowing that if something does happen where you do have it, where the individual has an anxiety attack, or if you have the anxiety attack, nothing will go on. Typically, whenever I have an anxiety attack on an aircraft or if I'm going on a flight, the flight attendants typically are nice to me about it. Um, They typically calm me down. They talk it all out, talk about the feelings and emotions to really break it down and keep the peace. Um, And Flight attendants are really nice about it. Um, another tip is going for an airliner, well, I'm, not, I'm not trying to recommend any airliners on this one, I don't recommend any airliners, but I do like JetBlue <laughs> because they have TV screens that you can watch. You can watch TV during takeoff, landing during the flight and typically that helps me relax. So going for an airliner that provides TV for free is great. Um, going for that is, is one thing that takes a high, a really high anxiety level down to a low. Um, tip, like once, once I was on a flight, I was on a jet blue flight from um, D.C. to Boston, I watched TV, and I did not even notice that, like, like, I watched an hour of, uh, I watched an hour of Hell's Kitchen and Grey's Anatomy, and, honestly, I did not even notice that we, we took off and land, like, it was that quickly, because I was watching TV for an hour, so... Yeah, going for some going for an airliner that provides TV for free is great. Just bring headphones so you can do that. Um, let's see, let's talk about fidgets that would be great for it. Um, for a flight. Um, like I said, don't go for anything mechanical, like vibrating. Something like if you want to explain, then that's okay. I. But I don't recommend it, but if you want to then go ahead. Um, um now fidgets that I recommend are chewies, handheld fidgets that are not mechanical, um and weighted items and headphones or noise reduction items, as well as um, educational sensory toys. Um, that type of stuff anything that's not mechanical is great um, for me you guys know that m- my sensory items are fidgets and weighted vest or pressurized vest to help with um, my autism um, those type of stuff helps a lot so um that like for now on like i would like m- 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 Last fly I went on, I brought a fidget spinner, and I, at the time, I did not, I, at the time, I was still getting used to fidget, to Chewy, so I didn't bring a Chewy with me, but now that I know that Chewy's are great for me, I, um, I'm going to start bringing Chewy's along. Um, weighted vests are, like, are great. They're, the knees, even weighted blankets. So yeah, that type of stuff would really do good. Um I recommend it um heavily. Um and really showing like showing the flight attendant what type of items you got on going can help because they will know, oh, you have you have a chewy that you chew on or You might do certain things that are odd, but it's just a part of the autism spectrum. And that's another thing, is advocating is just, I'm going to repeat this one more time. Advocating is something that you need to do on all levels, because in reality, it can be hard as hell. If if you're going on a flight where where you start to have you start to have a sensory overload, it can turn ugly pretty quickly. Tell them that you have autism or the individual has autism. I cannot stress it enough. That one thing will save the that will save your life, that will keep everyone at peace because they have a reason why. This is happening. All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, if the individual has a physical disability and they're offered to be moved to a a uh, front seat, or if they are, if you're upgraded to uh, first class, then take it. I don't know how many times I've been upgraded, but I've been upgraded so many times that. All I just do is just get on and sit. Um, <laughs> I like it. Um, this is one thing that I love to do. Um, you get a free upgrade. Take it. <laughs> um, be honest, it's really calming. And if you're on a flight where there's not a lot of people, they'll do more. They, they will most likely do this for you, so take the opportunity as soon as humanly possible. I recommend it. Um, <laughs> so before that's... Yeah, um, oh, and I'm getting into doing this. I'm getting into doing this, but it's um, getting slime, because slime is relaxing as well. Um, getting slime can be relaxing. The only problem is it can be a little messy, so make sure make sure that you get the type of slime that doesn't make a mess or easy clean up. Um, so yeah, thank you, and I hope you guys are enjoying your day. See um, next time. Have fun, and see you later.